Hello and welcome to Master of Our Domain, the podcast which is allegedly about the hit 90s sitcom Seinfeld. I'm Milo Edwards, someone who's never seen Seinfeld, and I'm joined as ever by my co-host Phoebe Roy. Hello. That is all she ever says. And this week we are joined all the way from to my right by comedian Sam Lake. How are you doing? Sup. The traditional greeting of your people. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, I'm very happy to be here. Thank you for having me. It's our pleasure to have you down south. Down south. Now that I'm a northern boy. Mm. Mm. It's lovely up there. Have you ever been? (laughs) (laughs) Once or twice. Once or twice. Yeah. Yeah. I was in town. I thought I'd drop by. So this, this weather is, you know, it feels cold to us, but to you it's sort of tropical. No, I'm still freezing. Oh, okay, fair I'm enough. freezing. I haven't felt anything below my ankle for the last three days. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's not good. It's my but feet. I guess better than not feeling anything <laughs> above the ankle. Um, Weirdly in touch with what's going on in my feet, but the rest of my body is no man's land. Overly sensitive feet and then yeah. nothing. Yeah. yeah. What an insightful point. Already mm. so much philosophy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Would be, a, would be a great situation for an OnlyFans creator, you know. That didn't take long to mention you, OnlyFans. <laughs> do you think if you're like a fawn or a satyr, your feet mm. are just cold all the time? Because of the because hooves? The, because the rest of your legs are shaggy. So right. you're used to them being... <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> Is a satyr not like a type of sort of like hooved demon? Yeah, but they have furry thighs. Oh. And they have okay. like a kind of skin. They don't skin. really have feet, do they? they well, they've got, little, they've got hooves. Hooves. You yeah, could get. You could hooves get... are kind of like toenails. You don't really have feeling in them. I don't think. You definitely do have feeling in them. Really. If you like, if I you mean, like, they nail horseshoes onto horses' hooves. Yeah, and they don't like it. Yeah, I think they just don't like being interfered with. I don't, don't think it's painful. Don't like it one little bit. I think if you, if, I think <laughs> I've if you're spoken like... to horses, and let me tell you, they don't care. Because they're, they're they're goat hooves, aren't they? On a satin. Yeah, they're yeah. goaty. Yeah, yeah, they're sort of goaty goaty guys. Mm -hmm. I think goats get cold feet. Like if you put a goat on an on like an iced over pond, it's not going to be like, oh, this is fine. I don't know. Well, maybe they like skating. Can I just double check? This is yeah. a podcast about Seinfeld, yes, right? Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, You've no, not no. come into the wrong room. This <laughs> no, isn't just, the goat just, hoof podcast. Yeah, just, okay, that's just, a shame. I was just thinking about about being cold below the ankle. Oh, we're often thinking about being cold below the ankle. Do you, do you think wondering. you'd be happier hooved? Hmm. Is it just my? I was going to say just my hind legs, as if I have like another <laughs> set of legs. Is it just my legs that are hooved, or do I have to have hooves on my hands as well? Great question. I think no, just the legs. Just the legs. Um, would there be an obvious place for me to get shoes? Um, like a blacksmith, I guess. You can't put. You can't put like. Horseshoes on a goat, I don't think. We'll see. Okay, mm. the the interesting thing here is can horses you hoo- cannot. Can you shoe a goat? <laughs> you can. Goat I mean, hooves are cloven. That would be the yeah. issue. Yeah. Issue one. Horses can't talk. Goats can't talk. So they can't tell mm. us if they don't like the shoes. Well, maybe they don't talk to you, Sam. I don't know. I'm, mm. I'm a normal <laughs> person. If goats are talking to you, I think you might be suffering from some kind of demonic possession type situation i think that's traditionally a bad sign if goats are talking to you or oh, maybe i'm just very empathic milo <laughs> you're an empath but I'm an, only, I'm an empath, to the but only to the goats yeah. actually i'm prepared to hear the devil out and it's <laughs> the rest of you that are toxic <laughs> yeah <laughs> maybe the devil is just dealing with some stuff uh, i i would say the devil yeah he's got some he's got a busy he's got a stacked g probably yeah i would yeah. imagine yeah he's yeah. got a lot of people to handle 
Mm-hmm. He's um, you know, he's, he's living in a basement effectively. Yeah, like quite a big basement. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a sizable. Yeah, a even large, if yeah. they wanted to, a goat could no more wear horseshoes than you could wear a pair of dog booties. I think that's pretty conclusive. Well, because well, the dog booties are too small. Yeah. Like what? Who wrote this? Did a goat write this? Did you write this just now? I think it's from a D and D thing. Actually, <laughs> oh, okay. I'm now I'm looking at it. <laughs> it's about whether or not satyrs wear wear horseshoes. Can you be a satyr in like Borders Gate? I mean, it's an equipable item. Mm. Probably. Yeah. You could put um, you could put uh, dog booties on like a child. If it was a big dog. Could you put child? Booties on a dog. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Imagine those little booties they have for babies, but on a dog. It would look like it was. I'm imagine. I'm imagining it's very sweet. Yeah. I That's because it's tiny. I don't really know what a dog booty is. I'm like, like I'm sort of going. They're along almost with like this, little but... shower caps for dogs' feet that for like when it's like very cold. Or... Oh, what like galoshes? Mm. N- like yeah, they've got like a, a little elasticate, like not frilly, but you know how like shower cap. Is elasticated around the head. No, I know exactly what you mean. Like they give you to put over your shoes in European museums. Yes. What a specific use case. (laughs) I would have said hospital, maybe. Fine. Yeah, that also works. European museums. It's because I've only ever seen it in a European museum. Walk on the the Mona Lisa? Yeah, the shoe shower. They give you those almost everywhere you go in Russia to the point where in Russian they have a term for them that everyone knows. They call them bachili. Like, like this. Whereas in any other language, people are like, yeah, those Shoe things that they put on your foot. When right, you, okay. Yeah. But they're so huh. common in like, yeah, like you'll go to like the dentist and they'll be like, right, you got to put these on. And I'm like, why? You have to wear shoe covers at the dentist. Oh, yeah. You're going anything, anything medical, no matter how like non-invasive the medical place is. Do like Russian... it could be like a GP surgery, but you've got to wear the fucking. Do Russian people have teeth on their feet? I don't know. Maybe. Okay. Can't, I've not encountered it myself. But oh. yeah, like so many places, they'll just give you the give you the old shoe shower cap treatment. Hey, um, that's a good treatment. Yeah, the shoe yeah. shower cap. But they culturally, they're very anti shoe. I would say over there, against all shoes. I mean, they accept the inevitability of shoes, <laughs> but like you're not allowed to have your shoes on indoors. Oh, that's different. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. To, yeah. to the point where like. Even places where, like, you're obviously going to wear your shoes, like mm. a public building. Yes. They will do things like give you the shoe shower cap. Like, they're kind of like, you are allowed <sighs> to wear shoes in here, but we're not happy about it. Like, the middle ground. I think I'd be fine with that. Yeah. Yeah. But like I said, I'm a man of the world. I love culture. <laughs> <laughs> the shoe shower cap. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. Goats do have nerve endings in their, in their hooves. Oh, okay. It's like the quick of a human fingernail. They've got a sensitive hoof. They've got a sensitive oh. hoof. The goat hoof is considered a cloven hoof, meaning that the, the hoof is split into two main hoofs that work independently of each other. Well, not that independently. Still Surely. on the same leg. They're still on the same, yeah. But I guess they're not connected to the same nerves. Yeah, but they're not opposable, no. right? No. <laughs> <laughs> I really think we need to get a goat. That's a weird phrase. <laughs> it's like two hoofs of the yeah. same leg at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, they they have the illusion of independence while in reality being in lockstep. It's like British foreign policy. Sorry, I've just, a bit, a bit I've of political just, gear. I'm sorry, there. I'm not afraid to go there. That's right. I've just found I've just um, found a list called uh, 15 things you didn't know about goats," and then okay. there's a subheading for that that just says they're resourceful eaters and hate the rain. Oh. <laughs> Fair enough. Same. (laughs) Yeah. Resourceful eaters. Resourceful eaters. That means they'll eat anything, I think. Yeah. 
That's it. Mm, okay. They'll eat a cricket. They don't care. Get them on I Miss a Lab. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. really like goats. They'd I crush they're, it. I think mm. they're excellent. Have you seen the uh, the Instagram dove who's friends with the goat? No. No. Really, really This good. again seems like something you might have dreamed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. The more I tell you about it, the more it's going to sound like something I might have either dreamed or made up. Right. But the dove is called Gav. Of course. Right. Gavin the dove. Gavin the dove. Um, and he is friends with a series of goats and he likes to sit on the goats while they walk around. Oh, so Gav's a bit of a goat slut. Yeah. 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 Well, he's, fr- he's friends with the goats. I don't think there's any... It would be anatomically tricky. I don't think there's any sluttishness going on. This is a very chaste account, Sam. There's no no suggestion of impropriety between the dove and the goats. Well, Gav is a volcel. We're not on goat hub here. (laughs) Gav is a volcel. Gav is a volcel. He's taken a vow. He's a dove going his own way. Let's talk about the episode. I'm, yeah. so, I'm sorry that I've <laughs> so, derailed us into into goat chat. A dig towel. Uh, if so, you do want to uh, subscribe to a Goat Pod, that is something. Yeah, you can, you can. It's on the on Axes our... of Attraction Network. It is along yeah. with Misogyny Hour. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So do check that out. Uh, we are watching Seinfeld season nine, episode five, the junk mail. Um. Sam walked into the office earlier and was like, "What the fuck did I just watch?" Yeah. <laughs> Never seen Seinfeld before. Except as a child. Mm-hmm. I don't want to give away any privilege, but growing up, we did have Sky. Okay, yeah. So we did have access to something called the Paramount Comedy Channel. Ooh. And I think Seinfeld was on that. So I must have seen I an had episode. Sky as a kid, and I don't think I'd ever watched the Paramount Comedy Channel. I, I think I, I recall its existence. Yes, but we had Sky. You, like, you can stream it now, but like when you used to have to install a dish on the side of your house oh, to yeah. get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Old school. We're yeah. the same age. We know. We remember. Are we? I think approximately. Oh, okay. I don't think there's like a major generational gap. I'm 47. (laughs) (laughs) And you look great. Thank you. Retinol. (laughs) Retinol made from shaved goat's hooves. Um, They're uh, not happy about it, but they're not happy about it. But I am. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So we watched, I must have seen a couple episodes, but at an age where I'd be too young to understand what was going on. So now that I have fully seen an episode with my adult eyes and brain mm. i still have a lot of questions <laughs> okay. about the universe of seinfeld mm-hmm. how the episodes are made mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. and whatever it was that happened in the episode that you made me watch where i have a lot of questions okay yeah so j- just a few little tangential things really nothing too serious yeah nothing too <laughs> serious did i make notes yes <laughs> okay excellent did you enjoy um, it i did in in the sense that in a qualified way in a qualified way in mm. that I do like um, I was just talking to friends about this in the same way that we had watched the traitors and like it, like a bit of event TV so mm-hmm. like not just watching TV for mm. the sake of it watching it so that you can talk to other people about what you just watched right so yeah it yeah, was yeah. fun to watch knowing that then not long after watching it I'd come and talk to you mm-hmm. and then I could say like wasn't it weird that all of that happened, and you can go, yes. Yeah, and then we'll decide which one of us is the traitor at the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, look forward to that. Mm. Um, we open with, is it Elaine and Puddy? No, we open with uh, with Jerry and Costanza, who are talking about Jerry getting a new car. Yep. 
right. from his old friend, Fragile Frankie Merman. Fragile Frankie Merman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the world's least successful mobster. Yes. <laughs> you know about Fragile Frankie? Yeah, don't shake his hand too hard. And the world's least successful mermaid. Yeah. Yeah, what's he doing on land? I did yeah. wonder how his last name was spelled. Put him back. Yeah. Um, what, Merman? I, Merman. Think it, I think it is M-I-R. So I think I was just... I was thinking of him being a very unsuccessful mermaid on the basis that he was a merman and the mermaid community are very transphobic. (laughs) And they were like, no, you stay stay assigned at birth, my friend. Well, it depends which sea you're from. (laughs) 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 The mermaids of the English Channel. Yeah. Yeah. Really casting a lot of general assumptions about a lot of animals here. Goats, mermaids. Yeah. I mean, are mermaids an animal? That's an interesting um, point of taxonomy. I don't think I want to get into those particular murky waters. I actually think it's quite problematic what you just said. (laughs) Look, I'm just asking questions. Yeah, okay. Devil's advocate. Yeah, I'm not saying that. Well, I am the goat. (laughs) The devil's advocate. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, are goats the devil's lawyer? Yeah. Yeah. They, They are. It's part of the contract that he signed. Yeah. Um, and the problem is with satanic contracts, they're really difficult to break. So he mm. does just have to employ a lawyer as his goat. Yeah. He was up for that's a, right. a, a lawyer as, a lawyer his, goat. as yep. his goat. Yep. That's I meant to say it that way. Lawyer right. milk. Yep. That's right. Um, yeah. And the problem with the goat, <laughs> the with lawyer. the yeah. goat lawyers is uh, they just yeah. they bleat. They don't, they don't, they won't speak to you. They'll just bleat. Yeah. They can't write either or yeah. read. They know the law very well. They know the law very well, but they can't communicate. Two hundred pounds an hour. That bleating's costing me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, it's quite right. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they've got chilly feet. Funny <laughs> <laughs> wear some booties. They've got raynaids. Uh, I have that. Do you? Yeah. That's probably why you have got chilly feet. Probably yes. <laughs> Is that like a so true. It's a circulation thing where you yeah. get very very you get such cold extremities oh, that I've they go like kind now. of bluey. Sort of bluey purple. Oh, I get ghost white. Oh, do you? No, like there's no blood in my fingers. Ah. Yeah. Oh, okay. What can I say? I'm quirky. I, I do get quite cold extremities, but not. Do uh, you? Yeah. Maybe you've got rainos as well. Maybe it's not. I don't like think, Sam I don't think and all the goats. Mm. My nan, on the other hand, ha- hands like ice. Oh. But your nan is in her 90s. So no, but like... always has had. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I mean, to, yeah, I mean, to be fair to her now, she is ninety six. I think her body could be just not. In, she's just not that mobile. Not on mm. top form. Mm. Yeah. Although, to be fair, surprisingly robust. She sounds robust. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so what if you were a mermaid who really hated <laughs> the cold? Well, you'd better migrate to the Pacific, I guess. Yeah. And, yeah. and fuck their position on the <laughs> on transgender people. You just have to live with it. Just have yeah. to. Cope. It might be just fine. We don't know. Yeah. yeah. But it does vary depending on what sea you're in. Yeah. Um, Which sea is full of the most piss? Because that would be the warmest, surely. Oh, interesting. Um, the Atlantic. Yeah. Portion of or, the, or the Caspian. I think the Caspian is very piss heavy. Caspian, mm. yeah. Yeah. Atlantic, a lot of the Atlantic is quite cold, though. It's cold, but that doesn't mean it doesn't have piss in it. That's true. <laughs> okay, mm. well... Um, <laughs> And Frankie Merman is Jerry's summer friend yeah. from school. Um, and then he's like, he goes to George, he's like, well, you had a summer friend. And then it turns out that George's was made up. Yeah. 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 Which Jerry didn't, doesn't work out from the fact that he's called Whitey Fisk. Whitey Fisk. He doesn't correctly identify that. That mm. sounds like a very made up name. Mm. Fisk is actually a popular alcoholic beverage, I want to say in Denmark. Hmm. 
Ooh. I had a shot of it. It's very like aniseedy and mentally classic. Yeah. Whenever there's an alcohol you haven't heard of, it's always aniseed. Yeah, it is. You are so right. Yeah. yeah. So it's like a kind of Danish pasty. Although isn't fist what? Huh? Like a pasty. Is that how you, how you say it? Say it? That, like, a pasty. That, that aniseed liqueur, that French aniseed drink. Oh. Pastis. pastis. Oh, pastis. Yeah. Um, yeah, a, a Danish pasty was just making me think of a Danish. Yeah. The famous Danish pasty. I thought you, savory pastry. I thought you yeah. thought there was a Cornish pasty just full of aniseed. Yeah. <laughs> no. And there probably is. It's a cinnamon well, but instead of cinnamon, it's got like beef mints in it. That doesn't sound awful. No, it sounds actually all right. Yeah. I think I could do that with like bolognese sauce. In mm. a, yeah. 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 I could do that. That sounds awful. <laughs> Well, you well, don't eat meat. Yeah, but that's not that's not. It's why nice to have balance on the pod. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, look, yin and yang, the two hooves <laughs> of the same go. Um, yeah, I also isn't doesn't fisk in like the Scandinavian languages mean fish? I think so. Yeah, I would be very concerned about there being some like rotted fish in any kind of. There very well could have been. Yeah. Yeah. It I seems don't know. to be a kind of vodka based. Oh, well, don't worry, Simon. It's just a little bit of rotten fish, just for flavour. You're very good with accents. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's, it's what I bring to the table at the end of the day. Well, Fisk doesn't seem to have any rotten fish in it. So I don't know. Okay, well, that's okay. positive. Mm. That's good news. Maybe, maybe good fish news. just like it. Maybe. Mm. maybe. Maybe mermaids like it. Yeah. Maybe. Um, maybe. And so Jerry's getting a new car. Yeah. He's getting a new car. He mm. thinks he's getting a new car. Yeah. Because yeah. he did, because uh, he, he's done some comedy for. For Frankie Merman's workplace. Yeah. And the they're going to pay him and they're going to pay him with a new sub. Can I say the first thing that I worked out yes. from watching Seinfeld um, and having never seen it before, I worked out halfway through the episode that Jerry Seinfeld's job in the show is that of a comedian. Yes. I don't think that was super obvious right away. Okay. Mm. But then I got it. Okay. Yeah. Weirdly, it doesn't come up in Seinfeld that much. You'll occasionally have an episode that involves Jerry being a comedian mm. somewhere or going somewhere for a gig or whatever, mm. but it's not many episodes. His plot lines are usually, um, I'm dating a woman, but she's got a weird mole. It's, well, it's, <laughs> yeah. just, it's, just, yeah. it's just a way yeah. of making sure that he is like available for long stretches of time during the day. I guess that makes mm. sense. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess the show is loosely supposed to be about Jerry Seinfeld, who is a comedian. That's yeah. true. I I only knew so Kathy Griffin is on this show at some point. She is, yeah. Not in any of the episodes no. I saw. Mm. But I knew she was no, on she's it. She's the van. She's the van. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very great hair and makeup. It won an Emmy this episode. <laughs> um so I knew she was in it and I know from knowing about her, she plays like a version of herself on the show mm-hmm. who is also a stand-up. Yeah. Because in real life, her and Jerry Seinfeld <laughs> Had some kind of feud, I think. Oh, I don't know. I think they I don't did. Think I've seen this episode. Is it later? Not. Or? It's you've well, you've met this character before. She is mm. Susan's roommate who uh, who messes who messes up the uh, the hot sauce bottle and then um. makes him makes him like makes him like trap like carry a 
a doormat. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then... Well, then later on, she becomes a stand-up comedian. She becomes a stand-up comedian, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Have I just ruined something? I'm sorry. No, no, no it's fine. So a couple of episodes time. It's a really good one. <clears throat> yeah. W- with Seinfeld, uh, which won't be apparent if you've only watched one episode, yeah. is that there's not really much continuity. So Great. it's quite hard with Seinfeld to really do spoilers because there's very few things that persist from okay. one episode well, that's, to the next. That's good then. And yeah. also, I don't know if this is just this episode, but it did feel like there were five different storylines happening at the same time. I yeah. got, the first 10 minutes, there were so many scene transit. All of the scenes were so short mm-hmm. that you felt like you were getting whiplash going from scene to scene. It's, there's a there's a high rate of uh, B plots. There's a high rate of turnover. Yeah, but this yeah. episode, I have to say, was particularly there was a lot going on. Mm. Well, Everyone had their own separate story. Well, that's the thing what I, yeah. is, is that what you have to remember is that when people watched it in the '90s, they also had available the marginalia episodes, uh, which was when which was when you could have the the footnotes, the illuminated bits, explanations of uh, the. Was that when stuff pops up on the screen and says like? No, no, it was a separate episode that you watched oh. next to it, like, like, uh, like having uh, like uh, spark notes at school. It's sort of like oh. the manuscripts. Just you, you have debates between sort of like dark ages Irish monks yeah. about what Jerry Seinfeld meant by a particular comment. People, sort of people scribbling oh. things in the in the margins yeah, yeah, and so yeah. on. That's fascinating. Yeah. It's also not true at all. Sorry, really I, can't make, I can't make that stick. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Because <laughs> you look, you look genuinely interested by this as an idea. Phoebe's like, no, very good at deadpan, <laughs> and then just, I, just, yeah. I decided to join in, which made it worse. And I'm just yeah. a stupid, gullible little goat boy. I'll just believe what I'm told. <laughs> I'm with your gullible chili, little goat boy. With my chilly hooves. <laughs> do, do with me as you will. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. No. I'm sorry, Sam. That was a simple lampoon. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's it's not simple. a bad idea though. They should do that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this is it. This is the that's what you're making marginalia. essentially. The yeah. Okay, yeah. So. That's what we should have called this show. Mm. What? Seinfeld, Seinfeld marginalia. marginalia. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Marginalia Seinfeld. Well, it's a bit late for that because mm. we've been doing it for three years. Yeah. That is maybe a bit. <laughs> we probably got to stick with the. God, we have been doing it for three years. We have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just about. We started in 2021. Congratulations. Thank you. That's what I mean. Well, that, that's what I mean by just about. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to think when in 2021 we started. I think the start of January, I think we sat down. There we go. Mm. Mm. Well, there happy go. birthday well, to us. Happy I should have brought a cake. <laughs> <laughs> a man birth- known for his cake. Happy mm. birthday to us, life on the margins. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes. We are the My Mona Days of Seinfeld. Yeah, it's true. So uh, Elaine, meanwhile, is um, she's back dating Paddy. My mood of days. That's right. But then she encounters a man in the cafe while she's on a date with Paddy, uh, who she immediately falls in love with. And when she looks at him, he goes. Dling. Despite he looks a bit like Brian Cranston fell on hard times. Interesting. I mm. think he looks like a kind of um, Chad Niles Crane. A Chad version of him, yeah, oh, really? really puddy, but like uh, well, of Niles Crane. So you've got a um, you've got to imagine that you're sort of going from kind of minus Chad numbers. Okay, so still not really a Chad. Still not a Chad. No, no, no. Below <laughs> Chad. Niles More... Crane was a normal man. If you check the weather yeah. report; it's below Chad. <laughs> yeah, it is indeed. Twenty degrees below so Chad. Is is puddy? Yes. A, a recurring character. He is, yeah, but he is not a main character. And is. Puddy, his real name. He comes back from time to time. His name's David Puddy. 
That's exactly what he sounds like. It is what he it's sounds the like. same yeah. guy who voiced Joe on Family Guy. I did know. I did recognise his face. Yeah. So I did know the actor. Yeah. Puddy. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. Lovely name. And Puddy. Elaine keeps going out with him again and again, even though every time she breaks up with him and is like, "Why? Why was I going out with this oaf?" Okay. Yeah. Which well, is from, odd. It doesn't really fit Elaine's character. I'm not. From what I saw in the episode, he seemed fine. I think it does. Do you think? Yeah, I think it fits okay. It's Are kind we... of a this season phenomenon. Like prior to this, she went out with him once and then we didn't see Puddy for ages. Ages and then they got back together. That's mm. true. And then since then, it's been Puddy it's here, been Puddy there. Back and forth, yeah. I see. We're coming up to a to a truly, truly terrific Puddy episode, mm. which is my favourite oh. of them all. Ooh. Ooh. So that's exciting. Listeners may be more familiar with Puddy from his work with um, Children in Need. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to laugh at that. No, <laughs> no Sam's <laughs> laugh was the best bit of that. <laughs> it had just the right amount of sarcasm to it. I gave it what it needed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you sounded like you've been punched in the kidney. <laughs> but he is a he, he is a bear. Yeah, he's, that's he's puddy. He's a puddy bear. Who puddy's a bear? I'd, I'd say he's a bear. I couldn't comment unless there was a topless scene. Oh, okay. He could just. There's we've a, seen, diff- there's a difference between. You were actually the first person who ever uh, explained the gay body type taxonomy to me. You're like the eleventh man in comedy who said that to me. <laughs> um, it was I, a really long time ago, but yeah, I, I. It's quite sad, really. <laughs> like to to you, Sam is very special, but to Sam, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah you, you and oh, you and ten, you and ten others, me. my friend. And you were doing so many accents as well. Um, <laughs> I told Acaster what a twonk was. I don't even remember. <laughs> no, but I think a bit, there's a difference between like a big man who's just a big man, mm-hmm. and then mm. a bear. Yeah, because a bear is furry, a bit more furry, but also bears have a slightly more gentle nature in everyday life mm-hmm. and then when it gets to more intimate situations mm-hmm. they can be a bit more a bit more growly a bit more growly he's yeah. quite mm. he's quite furry we've seen him with a show is he furry he's, he's a furry man a, he's got a light smattering what would you, what would you mm. call a big man who's not hairy dad a walrus um, I don't know <laughs> <laughs> your dad's hairless interesting a big like a big man because he's older how old is Puddy the same age as them like kind of mid late 30s yeah He's bordering on like a sort of more like a daddy daddy type bear. Could you daddy... be a daddy bear? We mm. could do a daddy bear. Could you be a daddy bear? Yeah. Mm. yeah, 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 yeah. He seems all right to me. I don't. I if I if you ask me to choose between Puddy mm-hmm. and the um, the ginger man with the eyes, uh, I'd probably choose Puddy. The ginger mm-hmm. man with the eyes. Oh, I see. Yeah, Jack. from the right. Yeah, yeah. Was he not ginger? Yeah, he's a little sort of. No, no, no. I just, sorry, for a second I'd forgotten about that man and I thought you were referring to one of the Seinfeld cast and I was like, which one? Which one? I was like, Frank Costanza? (laughs) (laughs) He is a ginger man with eyes. He's a ginger man with eyes. You can't deny it. Wait, sorry. uh, Sorry, this is again another stupid question. Mm -hmm. I know which one Jerry is. Mm -hmm. I know which one Elaine is. Mm -hmm. She's the woman. Yes. (laughs) Kramer is the one who. The neighbour. Is the neighbour who walked in in the first scene without so much as knocking on the door? Yes, rude. That's yeah. part of the. That's part of their dynamic. Yeah. Oh. And he also moves like a spider. They're yeah. in. Yeah. They're in therapy to try to address their codependence. Who? Hmm. Oh, what the two of them together? Yeah. I actually love that. <laughs> I lo- I love the unfurling of some kind of male relationship. I love that. Oh. This the small man. 
George. 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 He's called George. George Costanza. Okay. Yeah. I did. I did. I did get slightly confused and think, when is he going to walk into the bar and everyone goes, Norm? And that's a different show, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I thought he was that, that person. She is? I think so. Yeah. Really? I thought that sounded like True Detective 3. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where every time the detective walks into the bar. Someone says Norm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Alley. That series with the goat murders. Because Stan's it. Yeah, the murderous goats. It's awful. Yeah. It's awful. Oh. And the problem is, is they can't confess to it because they're just, they're just bleasing. Their lawyers are bleasing. Uh, it turns out all of these uh, goat murders were actually just taking place near a Jamaican restaurant. This was actually less complicated than we first thought. Actually all done legally as well. Um, we, we were just assuming foul play where there was no, none. The goats are the murderers. Oh, the goats are the murderers. The goats are the murderers. I feel... Oh, they could be avenging themselves yeah, on, avenging the Jamaican themselves on the Jamaican yeah. restaurant. Yeah. I feel like you've yeah. got to save this for your True Detective podcast. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is so juice. Yeah. Yeah, this, is, this, is, this is where, this is where, we're, where we're really, really hotting up. That would be yeah. fun to do a true crime podcast where you're like solving a real murder, but you're just putting forward absolutely preposterous suggestions <laughs> as to who it could be. I, I think goats did I it. I think yeah. the dog did it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be the best true crime podcast. The dog. Uh, uh, we're doing Princess Diana this week. Dog did it. I, I reckon it was the Pope. <laughs> <laughs> the Pope in conjunction with a goat. The Pope was in the car and he leant over and he grabbed the steering wheel and that's how the car went out. Well, wow. the, Pope, the Pope was trying to use the cigarette lighter, which is located quite inconveniently in a Mercedes S Class. Why are you now Michael Caine? <laughs> Unclear. Now we could take it more Michael Caine if you want. <laughs> That's possible. It can be done. Okay. But it's uh, Michael Caine. It's a bit more at the back of the throat. I was doing a more generic geezer. Mm. But now I've infected that with the Michael Caine. You can be honest. Is this really a Seinfeld podcast or are we recording your voice reel? (laughs) (laughs) Little bit of old Colin May. Little bit of Colin May. What on earth are you talking about? (laughs) Are we doing Welsh Batman again? (laughs) You can't do Welsh, Welsh Batman, Batman again. was the episode we recorded earlier. <laughs> and to be fair, that was your idea. That was your fault, Welsh Batman. <laughs> yeah. Phoebe asked me directly, do Welsh Batman. <laughs> <laughs> and then she didn't like the consequences. Fair enough. I don't think so. You take requests. I don't think so. I don't think I. Why would I ask you to do Welsh Batman? Why would I ask you to do Welsh Batman? I don't think so. What a weird thing. What a weird thing to pretend about me. <laughs> I hate that bloody joker. <laughs> <laughs> Welsh Batman and the Riddler. <laughs> Be Riddler. <laughs> Welsh Batman. <laughs> Riddler is just, he's a normal guy, but he just only speaks Welsh. Yeah. He's got a suit covered in L's. Yep. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. no disrespect to the Welsh men. Um, no. Just, just a fun None little whatsoever. bit. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> They do love an L, let's be they fair do. to ourselves. They do. All yeah. L's and one Y. Yeah. One yeah. Y somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, generally multiple L's and D's, one Y. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so... The- <laughs> yeah, so Costanza is Jerry's childhood best friend. Yeah, okay, great. Friends with them. Mm. All yes. and Elaine and Jerry used to go out and now they are friends. I did think. And okay. Mm. And Kramer's just always been the neighbour. And Kramer's just the neighbour, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And his thing is that he's starting a war with the post office. Yeah. For oh, this episode, And, and yeah. Newman yeah. is a postman, but he is also their neighbour. And he's friends with Kramer. And I Jerry wondered why him. he knew his name. Yeah, he's friends okay. with, He's friends with Kramer and enemies with Jerry. Okay. 
Yeah. Mm. Well, that says a lot about her. And in fact, usually when he appears, Jerry will say, hello, Newman. Yeah. Okay. Because he hates him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Newman He doesn't is... say that with a loving tone to his voice. I didn't get any yeah. love. No. Wayne Knight is chewing the scenery, as yeah. always. Wayne he? Knight's having such a great time. Yeah. I wish I could enjoy myself as much as Wayne Knight enjoys himself. Is you Wayne know the half of what goes on? Here. Is Wayne Knight the man so who plays the postman, or is that yes. a character from Welsh Batman? <laughs> the Wayne. <laughs> I'm the Wayne Knight. Sorry, I've got that wrong. Yeah. I'm the Dark Knight. My name is. Oh no, I can't tell you that. I'm afraid. I've been told. It's Wayne Hennessy's cousin. <laughs> Wayne Hennessy's. I tell you what, he doesn't know anything about the Nazis, but he's dead keen to learn a bit more. <laughs> <laughs> Masters of our domain episodes pass him I've been working <laughs> for further information on what I've been that, working what that in means. conjunction with Gavin Henson on a new initiative to get kids off the streets in Gotham is Gavin Henson Charlotte Church's ex? yes yeah I love sport <laughs> I love rugby <laughs> that's what he's never well because um, because she used to play for Sale Sharks uh, Charlotte Church <laughs> and that's how that's how Gavin Henson got his start in professional rugby even I know that's not true uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know Charlotte Church is the uh, no, is the official ranked number two of women's snooker. <laughs> <laughs> women's snooker is so uncompetitive. <laughs> she's the, she's the, she's the, she's the second woman ever to try snooker. <laughs> women play snooker. Yeah, women play snooker. To be fair, snooker is exactly the kind of sport where I can't imagine that men would have any physical advantage whatsoever. Mm. I'll tell you. However, they, I'll tell you they do. And do you know why? Longer arms. Longer arms. Yeah. And mm. and like. And it sounds so stupid until you actually think about it. But like, honestly, playing snooker with tits is quite difficult. Fair Would enough. it? So it favours okay. the flat-chested woman. Favours the flat-chested mm-hmm. woman. So what if you gave the men arm extenders and, and you fake gave tits and and, and no, so you gave the women arm extenders, arm extenders and gave the men and fake the men tits. Fake that's tits. such a great question. I think yeah. that's what they should do. Balloons great. down the front of the snooker yeah. like, waistcoat thing. That would be fun. Yeah. Also, mm. I think fewer women get into it because, like, the environment in which you learn to play snooker is like very oh yeah like blokey, yeah. and I bet there's lots of like harassment and stuff. So like, I mean, it just it strikes me as the kind of sport. No, it doesn't even appeal to most men, and that's who it's aimed at. I so- fucking love snooker. Not playing it, but watching quite, it. Really? I yeah. think dance is I, my thing. No, I really, really love snooker. I like any sport that... You're into is... the 16-year-old the old man who recently won the... Oh, I did see that, yeah. Luke Littler. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Littler. Yeah. I, I don't know what this says about me. I think I just like darts because I like the numbers. <laughs> I, I like subtracting the numbers from a big number. It's it's a sport, but it's also homework. So it's also we homework. Yeah. And I can't get into snooker because it's just... It's also a puzzle. It's just hitting... It's just hitting a ball with a stick, like all sports, except for the ones where there's no stick. Apart from ones where there's no stick. Mm. Yeah. It's also quite funny because there's some sports where you are the stick. How do you feel um, about ba- how do you feel about badminton? Love. Because no badminton, ball and no stick. It serves. Mm-hmm. Mm, badminton is cunt. Can I say that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, great. This isn't yeah. the BBC. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Badminton yeah. is cunt. Badminton? It's cunt. Yeah. And that's yeah. why it's so popular in China. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Let's not think about it, but let's just agree. It is very popular. (laughs) Were you just going to completely, just completely accept what I said about Charlotte Church being the second best? Obviously, I knew that was a joke, but I was just, I was yes ending you. (laughs) Okay, fine. Yeah. You could have said that Gavin, whatever his last name is, because I've already forgotten. Henson. He was actually one of the most famous young opera singers. Mm. 
Yeah. Well, that's potentially true. Well, they they love singing. They well. love us sing. So Gavin Henson would have had time for that because he was busy co-founding the Muppet Show <laughs> with his brother. Okay, again, I know that's not true <laughs> because his time with his, was with his uncle Jim. His <laughs> time was occupied doing Strictly Come Dancing in 2011. That's that's good knowledge. I just said a random year. I don't know if it. Is. It wasn't uh, 2011, I don't think, but it was, it was around that time. I think yeah. he had broken up with Charlotte by then. It was perfect. You know, that that is that is a real straight man, gay man dynamic. I was not going to question you on Strictly Come Dancing. I was like, he's got this in the locker. Someone, someone I won't say who, because we are friends. But the other day, someone in a group chat said, um, use the expression serve pussy. And then and then and then I said, what do you mean serve? Do you mean serve cunt? And then somebody else in the group chat explained the difference between serving cunt and pussy to me. And I felt. I felt oppressed. <laughs> what what is the difference? I'm so glad you asked. Okay. I try I've been trying to think of an example of what mm. actually sums up what is cunt, what is pussy, and I think mm. I found it thanks to a TikTok. Okay. Do you remember the Motorola Razor? Yeah. The flip yeah. phone. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Cunt. Okay. Okay. You're on the phone, Motorola Razor, and you like you see in the films, and then they, they the conversation's over, and instead of like pressing a button to hang up, they just go click cunt that's cunt right yeah mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it'd be pussy if you had the motorola razor that was hot pink and bedazzled i had the hot pink one uh, mm. your pussy mm, okay your pussy that's okay that's okay but that's me. great mm. that's great it wasn't bedazzled mm. but it was the pink one hot pink mm. yeah mm. that's how i would that's how i would distinguish between i had it for like a month yeah. and then i broke it i think i, I dropped it in a club toilet <laughs> Now that is cunt. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, tears in rain. The youth of today will never know about dropping a Motorola razor in the toilets at Oceana, will they? They'll never understand. I think it was the toilet at 333, which doesn't Mm. exist anymore. Well, neither does Oceana. What? Do you mean the Oceana in Bristol? Well, there's, there, it's there a chain. There are Oceanas everywhere. Oh, it, 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 the, like mushrooms. The <laughs> chains still exist, but they're now called Prism, I believe. No, I hate yeah, that. Yeah, Prism, yeah. yeah. No, I'm not calling it that. I'm calling it Oceana. Fine. I'll call it Oceana until I die. Yeah, go on. Yeah. Dead name that nightclub. <laughs> yeah, go on. I will. I will dead name <laughs> yeah, the nightclub. Right. You can dead name nightclubs and sweets. Yeah. That's the rule. Do you still call them opal fruits? Yes, I do. Dead name, <laughs> dead, dead name yes, a nightclub friend, is, is very Oxbridge behaviour. <laughs> yeah. Coco, I'm not calling it that. Fuck off. No, no. Is it is an iconic nightclub? Sorry. Uh, once a friend of ours was doing a show at Coco, and mm-hmm. he, being being from North America, didn't know anything Ooh. about it. He'd just been booked there, and then um, he was like looking at the they'd they'd done a press release for them, and then like but it included all this guff about Coco the nightclub, and they were like, it was like Coco is an iconic London nightclub, and then it was just like just really weird, like them gassing themselves up on a press release that was notionally supposed to be about his band. <laughs> um, and it was very much like, you know, the thing that the Wikipedia page wrote, it's like a rooster is an icon of the farm. And it's like, did a rooster write this? Well, first of kind all, of the is. rooster is the icon of the farm. It is the, the icon farm. of the farm. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you can jot that down. And, and it's se- like, Coco and, is an icon of Mornington Crescent. Mm. And second, <laughs> Coco is not an iconic anything, but the Camden Palace was an iconic music venue. I'll, I'll, I'll allow that. All right. Yeah. And it's called the Camden Palace. If it's where I'm thinking of, I saw... Eleni Ferreira there in 2019. No, 2018. 
She is the woman who represented Cyprus at Eurovision in 2018, and she came second, their best ever result. Hmm. That'll piss love, off the turf. Love second time that Cyprus has come up today. Yeah. I keep talking about she Cyprus. Had a little, she had a little trip down to Green Lanes after that gig. <laughs> Um, to sample the different delights. Mm. 2010, Miss Gavin Hansen's Strictly Year. Oh, okay. Oh, really, one year really close. I was really close. One year really, really I was close. really close. Can you tell mm. me who won in that year? In Gavin's year? Yeah. Yes, I can. Give me a moment. Who was his rival? Okay. His rival <laughs> was... This isn't for you. Um, <laughs> he was in like a little who's the better dancer thing with... Uh, that fella from EastEnders who was also having a dance rivalry thing with Matt Baker, former Blue Peter presenter and gymnast. Mm. Matt beat the two of them, so, and but Matt did not win because he lost to Cara Toynton. Fucking hell. You really that entered the incredible. mind palace there. And what I just did was serve cunt. Thank you. <laughs> Flipping the Motorola razor shot. <laughs> Click. That's right. It would be really funny if it was just that one year and, that, and you knew everything <laughs> about this one year. You've never I, seen it. You've I never did, seen it before I or didn't since. know they made another series. <laughs> <laughs> that series was good enough for me. Yeah. I was like, it can't get better than this. Yeah. I've done the opposite <laughs> of a Google alert. I have Google remove any mention of Strictly yeah. Come Dancing from my day-to-day life. Cara Toynton is one of my favourite ever Strictly winners, if you're keeping... A record. I don't, of this I don't know who she is. She is wonderful. Very she, good. She's Hannah Toynton's sister. Yeah, I don't know who that is either. <laughs> <laughs> you do know who that is. She's um, she's, she's on, on the Inbetweeners, and she's the one who plays Simon's girlfriend, the one with the turned up nose and the cute little kind of pixie face. Simon's girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, that's Hannah Toynton. That's Hannah. Yeah. Toynton. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I've not seen the Imitunas in a really, really long time, so I'm struggling to... She looks like a kind of little fairy, and she's got bug eyes. Mm. Very popular. Very of... Not of its time look, but, like, a a nice bug-eyed girl was very popular. Yeah, she's got a kind of AI look. Well, I'll tell you who she looks like. She looks like the girl who plays plays Livia in the HBO series Rome, is what she looks like. Oh, right, there you go. Turned up nose, bug eyes. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm. You do know who I mean. You'd recognise her if you saw but her. I probably would, yeah, but I just can't. Well, anyway, her yeah. sister won Strictly Come Dancing in 2010. <laughs> <laughs> and, that, and that's all I needed to know. That's that is all you need That's all to anyone know. needs other, to know. The other day, Annabelle and I were reminiscing about when, do you remember when Natasha Kapinski won Strictly Come Dancing? Jesus Christ, it was feral back then. And and the BBC wouldn't stop going on about it because it was like on every BBC programme, it's like, and our very own Natasha Very Kapinski. own Natasha. But if you go back and watch, she was really quite bad yeah she wasn't good she was no. not good no. and it, they remember the Christmas special they did the year after after Jill Halfpenny won who could properly dance she can, yeah. and then they were like oh well we're going to pit them against each other at Christmas special with a couple other people and they were all just like oh Natasha you're so brave for coming back which was just code for you didn't need to do this you've made yourself look a bit rubbish oh no yeah. Jill Halfpenny also has bug eyes do you think mm. Picture Jill Halfpenny's eyelids. You can't. She was she was born Jill Farthing, but that's inflation for you. Uh, I'm not yeah. even kidding. Bruce yeah. Forsyth made that exact joke on her series. <laughs> king. Absolute king. Yeah. R.I.P. Rest in power. To the best to ever do it. Is literally just like, can I call you a penny? I've been wanting to do that. All the, the, the. Yeah. Nice to see you. To see you. 
Nice. Yeah, yeah. yours was better. Yeah. <laughs> Yours was pretty good though. I, Thanks. You know, I actually, I think we both captured slightly different sides of Forsyth. Yeah, you captured the side that was cunt, and I captured <laughs> the side that was pussy. Yeah, those were his two modes. Yeah, at the end of the day, I'm yeah. so enjoying the bafflement of our American listeners. Yeah, uh, George Forsyth <laughs> oh, was a variety <laughs> personality and a TV presenter who was 60 from birth and then was 150 when he died. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. he looked like a kind of flannel man mouse. If you look at pictures yes. of him when he was young, he looks like an old man. Yeah, mm. and uh, and he died so much more recently than you think. And a mouse that has had it a, was not that long ago. A no kind of spell cast. Yeah, on. it's the only thing that I've ever seen Tess Daly change expression for. She she mm. cried when he died, and then. And then ever since then, she's gone back to sort of just sort of being like quite hollow behind the eyes. Yeah. Mm. Is she the one that's married to Vernon Kay or that's is that right. the other sure one? is. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Because sure I always confuse, confuse her with Cat Dealey. Don't Kat, confuse her with Cat Dealey. Cat Dealey. Cat knows what she did. What did Cat do? Nothing, I don't know. <laughs> Besides go to America. Nothing. She, she found a career in America. She was nominated for several Emmys. Was she? Yeah. Yes. Cat Dealey been nominated for an Emmy. She, sure, she really has for best. For being uh, lovely. Best reality host. Really? Yeah. Best Dealey. Best Dealey. Best Dealey. Yep. Mm. <laughs> Beautiful Dealey. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> anyway, Seinfeld. Anyway, I can never tell them apart. Um, they don't look anything like each other. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Yeah. Tess Daly looks like a seal. She does look like a seal. She does look like a seal. So Cat Dealey looks like an otter. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's what because she's hairy but thin. Yeah. She's hairy but thin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, Both so, gay. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Where are we with Seinfeld? I've lost track. We've, well, we're explaining who Costanza is. Yes. Mm. And that, uh, what did I say? Kramer walked in without knocking, which I thought was very rude. Yes. And then the only mm. other thing I wrote at this point of the episode was that the short man, mm-hmm. Costanza, mm, Costanza yeah. um, um, put on a coat, mm-hmm. which I thought was an ugly coat. And then okay. in a later scene, he is wearing another coat on top of that coat. The double coat. He's double wearing coat. two coats. I didn't even pick up on this. This well, is quite good. Maybe he's mm. like you. Maybe he's a chilly boy. Maybe. This is a New York mm. winter. This episode mm, was yeah. aired. I forgot to say what when the episode was aired. Aired on the thirtieth of October nineteen ninety seven. That's chilly. My my Patagonia puffer jacket that I've got, I bought in New York because I got there and realised how cold it how was. How cold? It's yeah. chilly there. I, was, I went with a coat. I wasn't yeah. that stupid. Yeah, no, I of course. You, just get, yeah. you might need a yeah. double coat. But I was mm-hmm. like, this was this is my coat's not up to it. Would you, you can like see to, why you double. Would coat. you like to know yeah. what happened on the thirtieth of October, nineteen ninety-seven? Apart yeah. from please the the day before Halloween. Apart from it being the day before Halloween, mm-hmm. uh, it was the day that uh, Maradona retired. There you go. There wow. He hung up his gloves. Hung up his gloves. Well. And then he turned to Gavin and said, you take it from here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was the year after he did Strictly Come Dancing. on the shoulder. <laughs> that was his last act as he won yeah. Strictly Come Dancing. Uh, what, what a legend. Also, only recently died. Yeah. Retired to spend more time with cocaine. Regrettably, yes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It's very sad, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of anything light-hearted to say about it because it's just awful mm. yeah. yeah 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 rest in power Diego Maradona yeah I reckon 
So yeah. Um, so uh, so Costanza's wearing two coats. Wearing one two of them coats. Sam yeah. disapproves of. Yeah. And you've not even Both... seen the Costanza coat episode. I don't think I have. There's a whole no. episode about George Costanza having a mental coat. Having a big Gore-Tex coat. I oh, really, really, really warm. So this York is winter. like known behavior. Oh yeah, no, no. He's a known. Co- he's a known coat guy. Right. He's mm. definitely someone who has like a lot of coats, mm. but whether or not he is they the coat have... goat. Like That's his, he's the coat guy, but like his his aesthetic concerns are not our con- aesthetic concerns. Do you see what I mean? I do, and I don't. So he mm. has like different. He has like kind of different criteria by which he is measuring his coats. Okay. Like you're just like ah, oh, this coat is ugly. Yeah. And Costanza has a whole different set of criteria that he's working with. Okay. Okay. All right. Good, I hope that's clear. That There's also nice. an episode where he where his where he gets stuck in his coat. Oh yeah, there and is. his therapist has to free him mm. from the coat. Right. Yeah. Our therapists have to free us from a lot of things. Yeah. In the comedy, but for sure first, of, but first of all, from your coat. First, yeah. first, first off, physically. First physically. Yeah. Yeah. Then yeah. It's very funny to be turning up to your therapist stuck in your coat, and being like, eh, help. You're yeah. right. It is funny, and that's why that's there is why a they funny wrote a sitcom about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very. You're right. You know what? You're right. When you're right, you're right. When you're right, you're right. You're right. That would be a comical situation. What, a, what an absurd turn of events in this otherwise serious televisual program. Yeah. In this otherwise, uh, you know, marginalia of Jeffrey of Monmouth. That's correct. That's yeah. Right. He was the real name of I'm Welsh, Welsh Batman. <laughs> I tell you what, what's the deal with Herefordshire? It's bloody close to Monmouth. <laughs> Just over the border, they're talking all funny. It's <laughs> really good. Yeah, <laughs> solid. I love a, I love a chronicler bit. We don't get that that often. Yeah. I'm not going to stop any crimes in Hereford. It's not in my jurisdiction. Do the fringes here as a clown. Go on, do it. Do what? Who is a clown? Do the fringes a clown. Do it as this character. Oh, I see. Do, do a character the show. A yeah. I thought you were saying do someone as a clown, and I was like, that's an interesting impression invitation. Mm. Um, but yeah, okay, yeah, do, yeah, I could do maybe. Just a suggestion. I could be the new Julia Masley. You could be. You it's could possible. be. Um, so, yeah, George is, you know, he's, he's wearing his various coats. But his his plot line is that his parents don't want to see him anymore. Yes, his parents have, like, ghosted him a little bit. His that's parents right. are cutting him loose. Cutting him loose, that's what yeah. they say. And they're having sex a lot with each other, which yeah. he doesn't care yeah. for. Which he does not care for. Yeah. But, you know, Frank, he's still a vigorous man. Yeah. And they do... He does the thing at the start of pretending to yeah. get Chinese takeout delivered, mm-hmm. and then they do the same thing to they him. Do, yeah. Very clever way. Very clever because he's already done it, and then it happens again, and then you go like, "Oh, yeah, okay." It's series nine. They've got their characters pretty kind of down. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> by yeah. This, by this point, they they're not making any kind of sort of wild experiments with what their <laughs> with no, what their characters they, are they found the formula. They, they found the formula. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah the formula's there. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, meanwhile, uh, Jerry is being given what he thinks is a new Saab by his, uh, you know, by fragile Frankie Merlin. Fragile, fragile Frankie. Frankie. I was about to call him sensitive Frankie. By sensitive <laughs> Frankie, Prince Triton under the sea. Yeah. And then somehow it turns out that he's actually being given a van. Yeah. A van. And he's because Frankie remembers Jer- him and Jerry saying that they would love to get a van and just like drive around in it. And Jerry says, "But we were 
10 years old when we had this idea mm, yeah and but you can't upset fragile frankie because if you upset him he goes to the woods and he digs a hole and he gets in it he'll go live did, in the sea i did not realize i must have missed where he said that he would dig a hole yeah because getting to jumping ahead getting to the bit where he does eventually go in the forest yeah and dig a hole i was like is he digging his own grave no Mm. I thought he was it, about no, he, to bury himself alive. No, he digs a sad boy hole. <laughs> oh, okay. It's, it's just, just your run-of-the-mill sad boy hole. Yeah, the masculine urge to dig. Mm. The mem- members of the Shabad Lubavitch were just very sad. They were yeah. feeling a bit blue. Yeah. So yeah. That would cheer me up, digging a tunnel system, to be fair. I think it probably would, yeah. yeah. That's the manliest thing I've ever heard anyone say. <laughs> <laughs> Tunnel system. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I must have missed that bit. Okay. I ju- I got that he was um fragile. Yeah. Because that's his nickname. Yeah. yeah. Um. Also, I thought the van was perfectly lovely. If I got a free van, yeah, mm. I'd be like, well, fine. I guess I just drive a van now. But Jerry thinks he's getting a new Saab. And, and that's his a car. Old so- yeah. His- yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's that's right. Uh, Saab. It's much like a. It's what what if it's a, a Volvo car made of fermented was a different fish. Make? Oh, it's a Fisk mobile. It's a Fisk mobile. Okay. Yeah. 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 Saab's by like the late eighties, early nineties. Quite cool executive saloons. Well, they're okay. actually invented okay. in Boston, so that's why it's got the, the extra A in the Saab. middle. Saab. Saab. Yeah, exactly. Early, yeah. <laughs> early Saab's really mental because Saab is actually primarily an aeroplane and weapons manufacturer. Oh. Um, mm. All of the good companies were back in the day. Yeah, and so early Saab's from like the 70s, they're, just, they're <laughs> just like they tried to make an aeroplane a car. And so they're really fucking mental. Like they all have like two stroke engines and stuff. And they're, they're just oh, is really. Is that what they were up to with fucking Budgie the helicopter? Do you know Kurt Vonnegut was a Saab dealer? I did, oh. kn- I did know that. And Kurt there's a Vonnegut long chapter a in his autobiography where he's just ranting about how crap all the Saabs yeah. were. Yeah. Um, huh. Because you know, it was like the 70s when Saabs. But late, you know, Saabs, I mean, they don't make them anymore, but they, they were good cars. Right. Okay. Once they got the hang of making a car rather than a plane. So he's annoyed because he thought he's getting a fancy car. He thought he's getting fancy. Yeah. And instead he and gets because his, his previous car was ruined by Kramer, who put blood in the engine. Is that in another episode? Mm. Or is yes, that it's just... in another episode. Okay, lovely. Yeah. Kramer. That's not seems part like... of the marginalia. Kramer is the chaos demon. Yeah, he seems like quite the troubling character. <laughs> mm. That's my insight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Discord follows him. He, oh, yeah, he is yeah, the yeah. spirit of Eris. He is Eris. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you see him in the co- you see him in like, like the corner of the room tempting Paris with the golden apple. I mm. yeah mm. okay. I will also say in Kramer's storyline of like oh I'm getting too many things from Pottery Barn. Yep. Um. What? Okay. West Elm. West Elm. Sure. Adjacent, why? Why did none of his friends just go? Oh, if you don't want them, you can just you can just call them and say to stop delivering them. It's not just the catalogs. The catalogs are well. Uh, it starts off as just the catalogs. The catalogs are the catalogs are a synecdoche for the wider problem of too much mail. Could you say the catalogs mm. are a catalyst? They are a catalyst. Mm. Yeah. They are, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they the catalogs that broke the Kramer's back. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Also, his yeah. friends are very used to him having schemes, japes, so on and so forth. Yeah, he's often got a scheme or mm-hmm. a bugbear. Yeah. Okay, we've all got a JP friend. He's got a bee yeah. in his bonnet. At all times. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's yeah. like That's Jason That's why Statham he had to stop the wearing the bonnet, because there was a bee in it. Did he wear a bonnet? No. Okay. 
again, I'll believe whatever you say. Yeah. There's a bee under the bonnet of his sob. I'd like to start wearing a bonnet. Do you think I could get away with a bonnet? Mm. Probably, yeah. Like a a really big one. It's a say I think something the bonnet. more pregnant yeah, say you something get, bonnet the day. Yeah, bigger exactly. a bonnet mm-hmm. you yeah. could wear. Interesting. Yeah, I think that would so, be... Ha- so... Until eventually you've got a baby and then the baby's also in a bonnet. Uh-huh. And then your bonnet is at maximum size. Maximum size, okay. Yeah. It's mm. really difficult to get a bonnet on a baby. They don't like it. Yeah. yeah. But also they are powerless to resist, ultimately. Just like if you try to put horseshoes on a goat. Yeah, that's or true. on a baby. Or on a baby. Or on a, well, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're not going anywhere near my baby. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a threat. I was just observing that put, it would be pretty difficult. Do not try and put horseshoes on my baby. Okay, well, well hang this... Stop putting our words in my mouth. <laughs> going to be this child's godfather. You've got to be responsible. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I've gone to all the child. I found a horseshoe that will fit. It's a very small, it's like a keychain horseshoe. They're lucky. Yeah. <laughs> This is a very, very small, pain-free nail. Yeah. No, no, I've put little straps on it to make a sort of horseshoe sandal. That's actually really cute. (laughs) (laughs) We're trying not to, like, look at too many cute miniature things. because We're raising him horse. (laughs) Because of superstition. Um, But every so often, I kind of crack and look at adorable miniature things. Yeah. And it's it's unfortunate. You can get Mm. little wellies that look like ducks. Yeah. Are you actually going to be the godfather? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't really mean yeah. anything because my partner's an atheist and I'm Jewish, but like it's but it's a nice idea. No, but I know. But yeah. like, yes. Yeah. yeah. No, that's just. Which is, it, it's, it's Uncle Milo. It's kind of funny <laughs> because lovely. I feel you need, like you need you need an Essex geezer to be somebody to be somebody's uncle. Like that's yeah. like the rule. Being a godfather <laughs> is like technically a Christian thing, but vibes wise, it feels like the most Jewish thing you could possibly be. Yeah. Th- like someone who's not correct, technically yeah. related, but is involved. <laughs> but for some but, yeah. reason is involved in your life. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. yeah. Somebody who's like old enough to disapprove of you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Everybody, everybody is my godmother or godfather. Yeah. You don't want to be getting disapproved of by me. That's... Oh. Yes, it's a lowly well, position no, because in life. Because you're, you're going to be Uncle Milo. Yeah. So you yeah. don't. So you don't disapprove. You take them to. You take them to the footy. Yeah. They get disapproved of by their auntie. Oh right, yeah. Mm. Bad luck, Annabelle. Bad luck, Annabelle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we call her. Um, Does she know Fragile Frankie? <laughs> <laughs> um, right. What else do we need to say about this? Um, what uh, Kramer trying to stop the mail? Yeah, so he tries to stop the mail. He goes he tries to, the, to stop the mail. He goes to the post. So he goes to the he post office. He says, "I don't office. want it." Yeah, <laughs> and and then we have like and a then fun. Then I bit his free, and he's like, "But I don't want it." We well, have he... a fun, surreal, noir bit where Newman's like, "You don't know what goes on here," <laughs> and the and the suggestion yeah. is that there is a kind of that there is a kind of dark, deep state operating in the United big States. Big post. Yeah, there's big. Yeah. there's big post. Kramer, it, which it, is kind of true. Like the post office in America has their own like police. Yeah, they no, have a, there's a federal mm. police agency called yeah. the Postal Inspectorate. And how timely that y- y- we're talking about this episode at the time of the post office scandal when it's all kicking off. That's true. Yeah. That's true. And it wasn't Parallels. deliberate at all. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But he didn't he didn't go straight to the post because he saved up all of his Pottery Barn magazines. Yeah. But he stashed them in Jerry's flat, mm-hmm. which I guess is normal. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. then he dumps them all at Pottery Barn. Nobody in this episode, nobody in this show, full stop, has great boundaries. That's something which I think is worth. I did get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I did get that. 
so Costanza, despite the fact that he has been trying to cut his parents loose for years, mm-hmm. is very offended that they're trying to cut him loose first. Yeah. So yeah. he's going to get revenge on them by trying to date his cousin. And then it turns yeah. out that his cousin is into it. Mm-hmm. And he feels unable to extricate himself from the situation that he is that he has created there. He, it's like being in the royal family. Boom boom. Test daily, is that you? I so th- this is really what this is really what made me say when I arrived here today, wh- what the fuck have you made me watch? Mm-hmm. Right. This was fifteen minutes in. So he's already been like, Oh, I'm gonna pretend to date my cousin. Yeah. And then the cousin's into, into it. it. Yeah. And then instead of being like, well, this has gone too far. I'm obviously not going to do anything with my cousin. Yeah. He goes, do you know what I'll do? I'll take the van. I'll drive it to the woods. Yeah. I'll leave the door open. Yeah. I'll tell my parents where the van is. No, the parents are going to collect the van because they're using it. They're borrowing they're it from borrowing Kramer. It. Because mm-hmm. Kramer has insist. So, okay. So, okay. so Jerry... <laughs> Says that he's just going to sell the van. Kramer says, I will help you sell the van. And then puts in the advert, interesting trades considered. Yes. Jerry says, I don't want a, I don't want a trade. And Kramer says, no, no, no. It's how you kind of get the tickle, get, the, buying, how you tickle yeah. the buying muscle. But then Kramer shows up and says, I'm going to. I'm going to take I'm going to I'm going to have the van. And he tries to trade him Anthony Quinn's vest for it. Who is Anthony Quinn? Anthony Quinn's an actor. And. This is not the first time that Anthony Quinn has come up as a kind of side note. So I can only assume the writers of Seinfeld fucking love Anthony Quinn. Can I look at who he is? He was like he was like a famous mm. actor in like, like I think like the seventies. I don't think he I I think he sort of stopped being stopped being active. I've accidentally he, typed in a Tony Quinn. He's and that's somebody an else. Inactive Quinn. Oh, he's, oh wow. he's got a strong look. Oh my God, what an amazing set of middle names. He's got some... His middle names were Antonio Rodolfo Quinn Oaxaca. Oaxaca. So he must be Mexican, I guess. I guess yeah, so. He is Mexican. in Chihuahua, Mexico. Rodolfo's a hell of a name. Manuel is his first name as well. Three wives, king. And pretty tall too, he's like 6'1". For a man born in 1915, he looks quite a lot like um, he has, Javier he, Bardem. He does look like Javier Bardem. I thought he had six children, but actually it's more than that. In fact, on Wikipedia, it's come up with a little button to press to go to a full list of all of his children. Oh, gosh. What happened to Anthony Quinn? <laughs> go. Click, click. He has 12 children. Died of respiratory failure. That's sad. I guess a lot of people do die of respiratory <laughs> failure. Well, if, I mean, if you, if you want to be kind of too pedantic, everyone dies of respiratory failure in the end. Yeah. That's um, a lovely message. (laughs) That's That's really profound. But but Kramer said that he saw this this man in the park doing doing sit-ups in that vest. And then in 1997. Yeah. And then just took the vest off and like just left it or chucked it away. Four years before his death. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When he was 82. So still doing his sit-ups at 82. And presumably still had lung cancer at that point. Yeah, you really shouldn't take a take a man with lung, lung cancer's undershirt. No, should you? No, you really shouldn't do that. I mean, it sounds like he had like a fruitful career. I'm sure he can afford another one. Yeah, I think there are like two other completely nothing to do with the plot mentions of Anthony Quinn in this program. 
I think they're obsessed with Anthony mm. Quinn. Probably. And also, I've been to New York. <laughs> Thanks. Um, <laughs> an 82-year-old topless man working out in the park is not even in the top 20 list of weirdest things I saw mm. there. Oh, yeah. But what if it was famous actor Anthony Quinn? Still no. Still well, no. that would pass you by entirely, as it would have done me. Well, yeah. I, I would be, well, if I knew who he was, and I'd be like... <laughs> He's in Hollywood. He's got to keep up the physique. Oh, you mean Manuel Oaxaca? Oh, yeah. Manuel Oaxaca. I don't think it's pronounced Oaxaca. <laughs> it is. There's an yeah. X in there, which I think is pronounced... Ch- um, so you think it's Oaxaca? No, in, in Mexican oh. Spanish, because it's like... Um, is it different in Mexican Spanish? It's like... Um, well, yeah, they. Well, I mean, you just... Yeah, the, the, what do they call it? Mexico. Mexico. <laughs> How do they pronounce X? <laughs> oh, right. Wait. Yeah. Well, maybe you're right. Yeah, that's why the the British Mexican restaurant chain Oaxaca is just spelt differently. But that's what it's named after is the Mexican no. state of Oaxaca, spelt O A X A C A. Yeah, to be fair, the Brits would absolutely butcher that. I don't know why they did that though. It is it is quite yeah. Would you like to go to Oaxaca? Oaxaca. Yeah, Oaxaca doesn't, doesn't have the same ring to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did. I was once in um. Uh, the the cine world in Harlow in Essex with my mum when I was about ten, and um, a woman in front of us was ordering nachos, um, and uh, which at the cinema is chaotic. Yeah, and then she and Broke then she choice. and then she yells over at her husband who is like doing something with the tickets on the other side, and she goes, "Do you want jalapenos?" <laughs> and even age ten, I was like, "That can't be right. That's not <laughs> it. That's not yeah, it. That can't be the that can't no. be the correct." So that's that's what's going on with that storyline there. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Kramer is eventually escalated to the postmaster general, who is a fictional character called Henry. Who looks is he played like by Wilford Brimley. Wilford Brimley. He looks like a walrus. Yeah. He does look like. He looks like a he walrus. A hundred percent. Wilford Brimley is the postmaster general. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He. Uh, he used to be in all the uh, the diabetes ads. <laughs> In the US. Oh, is he the man advertising oh, diabetes or against I, it? I think this was a gag in Family Guy. Yeah. Is he the old man in the chair who goes like, I got diabetes? Yeah. Is he that I guy? I think that's him. Yeah. Wow. Gosh. Yeah. Second Family Guy reference in the episode. It's upsetting. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah David Puddy. Well, yeah. Little fa- did they know they were going to meet again later on Family Guy. What's the average Family Guy mentions on this pod? Oh, about 15 and up, I'd say. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Big family, big, big guy heads around here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, we're always mentioning it. <laughs> big guyans. It's because he can do the stewie. That's the only mm. reason why. Yeah. Mentioning family guy on the podcast. <laughs> it's not, I can't do it as well as Tom Walker. Yeah, Tom, Tom, Tom Walker's Brian Tom Walker's and Stewie. He can do the two of them talking to each other. It's and genuinely it's like, unsettling. It's like, close your eyes and you're watching family guy. It's wow. Have you seen on TikTok mm. people do AI versions of all of the classic animated, like The Simpsons, Family Guy, all those ones? No. They're completely AI generated. Oh, that's that's spooky. Yeah, that it's is spooky. a bit terrifying. Yeah, isn't I don't it? Yeah. Like that idea. Yeah. Um, if I was uh, a McFarlane, I'd be quaking. Who McFarlane? Seth McFarlane. Seth McFarlane. That's his name, isn't it? The guy who created yeah, the Family creator of Family Guy. I didn't think it was Seth. Sorry, I thought you said something else. No. What do you think I said? Gavin Hanson. Yeah. yeah, Gavin Henson invented <laughs> Family Guy. Welsh Family Guy. <laughs> Peter, what are you doing? <laughs> I tell you what, the Peter, fucking dog is talking again Peter to Griffin. the baby. <laughs> Peter, 
What? Peter Griffith. Peter Griffith. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's good. That's very good. There you go. That's well. yeah. I'm going. Good. Um... I'm off folklorist. <laughs> I'm off to do male voice choir singing. <laughs> Bit of close harmony. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> the Welsh family guys. <laughs> Whoa. <sighs> I uh. wish I wish Joe. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? <laughs> it's Welsh David Puddy in Welsh Family Guy. I see. Yeah. Uh. I see. Peter. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so Elaine, Elaine, Elaine. Elaine, Elaine, Elaine. Yeah. Uh, is mm. has dumped has dumped Puddy for this new guy. Yeah. Yeah. And Jerry works out that the reason that every time he smiles. She, she, hears she sees the, the sparkles gling. and the gleam. She's having a Pavlovian response. Mm. Is because he was in this very embarrassing advert where he is the, the kind of front man for this kind of furniture mm. warehouse, mm. and he is a character called the Wiz who wears a crown. And he said, and he says, "Because I'm the Wiz, I'm the Wiz, like that." Yeah, um, exactly like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he can't be beaten. And he can't be, and he can't be beaten. Mm. Um, and Elaine has decided that he's kind, of, he's got this kind of quiet dignity, and that she is in love with him. But it's, but she's actually just remembering this old commercial. Yeah. And like you know, in all fairness, if a woman reminded me of like the caramel bunny, I'd mm. probably think I was in love with her. Fascinating yeah. choice. <laughs> if, if, a, if a man looked like Mr. Muscle or, or Don Limpio, if but you're in the you Spanish-speaking world. <laughs> do you think she looked at him before? So you were already sexually attracted to the Caramel Bunny? No, I think the Caramel Bunny has a kind of meow. I think yeah. she's got a kind of vibe if to a woman her. reminded okay. me of the Dairy Milk Gorilla from the ad. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just trying to think from my child what character... What would, would the Dairy Milk Gorilla be in well, the game ad taxonomy? I don't know why this, but I'm trying yeah. to think of like a, a known figure from my childhood or something that I would have seen on TV a lot and then not seen in a while so that if I saw them in public, I'd be like, who is that? And the first person that came to mind was Dave Benson Phillips. Okay, interesting. So that's, that's more interesting than the Caramel Bunny, I think. The Caramel Bunny is. is at least explicitly <laughs> coded as sexy, which is weird, but mm. you know. What, well, and you're saying Dave Benson Phillips isn't? <laughs> Well, no, maybe he hosted true. a show all yeah, about true. gunging people. He did, yeah. Oh, was he on Funhouse? Filth. No, that was Pat Sharp. Yeah, and yeah, Pat Sharp. Wasn't Dave Benson Phillips on Get Your Own Get Back? Your own back. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right, yeah. yeah. I was wondering if Which maybe was a he, weird was, idea. he was on Funhouse <laughs> yeah. as well as Pat <laughs> for a yeah. TV program. M- my mum put my PlayStation in the cupboard for like a whole hour, so now I want to humiliate get my her own back. on national TV. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do I'm a gonna... weird psychosexual thing to my mum. Yeah, so now I'm going to not goop my mum. is not not a sexual thing. It's like the gunge was so a sexual thing. Noel Edmonds, yeah. when he would do it to like... Everything's sexual to Noel Edmonds. Yeah, I know. True. That that's weird true. little metal cage he sleeps in so that mm. the 5G doesn't ruin his impotence. Fighting with Blobby. Yeah. There was one where he had a roller coaster built into the set of House Party. Yeah. That's what it was called, right? Yeah. Party, yeah. And he would just put like countless women in it. Like Carol Vorderman yeah. agreed to do it. And it, you just watch her get sloshed with every substance, yeah. viscosity of liquid possible. Yeah. And then in the end, she's just like, oh, it was a bit of fun. And I'd be like, no, you've, that's, well, that's on, pornographic. On his on mm. his home planet, Mr. Blobby is also a sex symbol. Yeah. 
Maybe not to us. Everyone. So <laughs> when TV producers, when Vorderman was in her prime, they were like, listen, Noel, we've got to slosh this woman. Yeah, we've got to. The s- viewing public, yeah. they need to. We've just got, we've got yeah. to make this woman slippery. And it, <laughs> there's something, there's something about, because I think Ra- Rachel Riley has the same thing, where mm-hmm. an attractive woman who's publicly doing maths sends the dads of this country insane. Mm. They cannot, yeah. they cannot compute it. It's like a cheat code. This is like yeah. a bit of fun. Do you remember the show Balamori? Yeah. yeah. With Miles Jupp, also a sex symbol. Also a sex symbol. He's really nice as Miles Jupp. He seems mm, like he would such be. A, he seems like he'd be lovely. He's such a nice man. Yeah. yeah. Um, the lady who drove the bus, E.G. McCready. Mm-hmm. So mm. we would watch Battle Real name. Because real, maybe? I don't no, know. I'm joking. Oh, but. I would have believed it. Again, yeah. silly little goat boy. Um, <laughs> so, Playing herself, easy to green, <laughs> guest starring. So my brother is like 12 years younger than me. So I remember watching Balamori with him and we'd watch mm. it every morning. And Easy McCready's, they all had a song in the second series. Easy McCready's song was quite um, sort of like cabaret and she'd wear quite a low cut dress. And I literally think in the song she'd be like, um, come up and see me sometime. Was it cunt or pussy? Such a great question. That's really interesting. Pussy. It was pussy. Is she? I'm so sorry. No, it was good. You actually, you actually pushed me beyond the laugh and into a cough. Um, So, so she sings this kind of sexy song for a mm. children's show mm-hmm. yeah. as her like character scene. She was kind of like the Jane McDonald of Balamore. It was very Jane McDonald coded. And one day we all come down for breakfast. We put on Balamori and my mum and my stepdad are not talking to each other. And it's because in my stepdad's sleep, he wouldn't stop talking about Edie McCready. And being like, oh, okay, Edie, I'll get in your bus. Was Edie McCready fit? Is this a... Is this canonical? To Marla me... is about to make the judgment. Oh, wow. Okay. Edie McCready, hot or not? <laughs> Are you, uh, my other question is: Are you not mm. too old for Balamori to have been on? No, when but you my were a brother, child? my brother would have been like two or three. Okay, right, right. So right, that's right. why yeah. I remember because these, such an these images look very deep fried. Actually, because I remember, yeah, watching Balamori with my niece, who's fourteen years younger than me. Yeah, exactly. And she was the right. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, for a second, I was like, have I forgotten my own? But now I'm looking at it. This looks really old. This. It was some time ago. They didn't do it for very long. Yeah, but maybe it's just that the, maybe I forget how shit British TV looked in 2007. Yeah, I think mm. that that's just, this is just, I, this is just like late 90s, isn't it? No, it's, it's, no. it's that's what I mean is it's much later. Late, late oh, noughties. It? Yeah, it's like, yeah, because yeah. my niece was small, so she would have been, you know, it would have been 2008, yeah. 2009. Well, then maybe I'm confusing it with something else. Yeah. I don't know what I'm confusing uh, it with. Tracy Beaker? No. No. No, I boycotted Tracy Beaker. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Yeah. On grounds of its lack of faith to the to the original text. Really? Original Wilson text, I wasn't having any of it, yeah. Nor should you take really? it. No. No. Her Back name is Julie Cadso. It used to it used to drive me up the wall that the on the T V version of Tracy Beaker that the foster home is called the dumping formally ground. the dumping ground. When in the book, she calls it the dumping ground as a kind of insulting nickname for it. Sure. Why is it formally called the dump the dumping ground on the TV show? That makes no sense whatsoever. Oh, so what, what, on the TV show, it was a place that was officially called the dumping yeah. ground and then was changed to something else. Yeah. That is mm. such a niche thing to get annoyed <laughs> to, about. To, to, to object and to. And I love it. Yeah. 
you, I used to, Juliet I used Canto to love that movie. book when I was little. So when the TV show started, I was like, no, I'm not watching this. Fair enough. I'm not watching this. I'm Fair taking enough. on a Raymond Chandler line. Like, nope, absolutely not. <laughs> this is ruining my text. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. 2002 to 2005 she was Edie McCready okay and well then I think, have absolutely no idea what Balmore is do you think is. she's fit she's 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 like alright I guess wow um, it's very gallant of you yeah. <laughs> yeah she's not like you wouldn't be like oh she's fit but she's not like I, I was trying to, to like work out like how plausible it was that your mum would be mad at your dad I was like could he I'm plausibly trying, have been lusting after I can try and find a photo of where she's singing the song and I would say this is an edge case Eating no. the creep. Oh, someone's going to be edging. What? Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? What took me back was that um, uh, the actress's name is Juliet Cadzo, and Cadzo is a very odd name. Um, and there was a there was a slightly odd boy that I was at school with whose surname was Cadzo, and I was like, "Is this a relation? Could be." I'm sorry, the, I got distracted by all of these pictures of Eating McCready and Josie Jump. Who's Josie Jump? Josie Jump was uh, the woman in the yellow tracksuit, and oh. she would jump a lot, and her name was Josie. Okay, it's like very simple storylines. <laughs> yeah, they do keep it This it all pretty. sounds perverse. You couldn't really do Memento for children. They wouldn't follow it. And so many people have tried to do Memento <laughs> for children. They have tried. <laughs> Along with Welsh Batman, Memento for kids. Yeah. So what, you're just like talking to Miles Jupp, and then you're looking at a tattoo on your arm that says, trust no one. <laughs> Part of Christopher anything. Nolan's um, kids club. Yeah. yeah. So, so anyway, so she fancies so, the man. So, so she fancies him because she's seen him on this advert because she associates him with, I don't know, with the, yeah. with the Kinder Bueno. Mm. Jerry uh, discovers hippo. this. Jerry is <laughs> the Kinder Bueno hippo. <laughs> Who doesn't want to fuck the Kinder Bueno? Okay, the Kinder Bueno hippo, cunt or pussy? Pussy. Yeah. 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 Hippos are pussy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if they're filled with what a Kinder Bueno is filled with, especially, that's pussy. Mm. Okay. Well, this was specifically an advert for the, the Kinder Hippos. Yeah. Hmm. Do you remember this advert? The Flat Snacks advert? Where the hippo would like break through a wall and say, Flat Snacks! And then like confiscate people's flat snacks and replace them with... It's slowly it's coming fuller, screaming back <laughs> to me. Fuller, fuller hmm. figured snacks. Okay, the hippo itself, yeah. pussy. Bursting through the wall Cunt. and screaming flat snacks. <laughs> yes. Cunt. Cunt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Could, I'm pretty I sure you could so. go to like a New York ballroom event and just go like flat snacks and be like, yeah, you're right. Just yeah, look at the other women in the room and yelling flat snacks. Flat snacks. Can I tell you something funny about a hippo? Yeah. Would love it. Uh, it is one of my one of my gathered gender reveal stories. Because I think oh. it's, because I think I think they're just just so funny and also obviously I'm you know trying to f- come up with some ideas for my own mm. um, uh-huh. and what this uh, I, that's a joke I'm not actually gonna just be clear um, oh okay yeah no no we're not actually gonna do that because it's mental um, you don't want anyone to die well no I do want someone to die ideally in the in the process of it but only but I but I'm only having a gender reveal if someone if you promise me that someone's gonna die. Mm. Okay. I don't really mind who. It's a unique way to try and convince people to bring back public hanging. Mm-hmm, yeah, but mm. I but think it's not a bad way. No? It doesn't have to yeah. be by hanging. Okay. Or when the, the rope, the rope drops, <laughs> the little kind of well, out of the trapdoor release <laughs> yeah. a bunch of pieces. Just before you ask, <laughs> hanging is cunt. Yeah. Lethal injection is pussy. Okay, yeah. good. Right, glad, glad we've got glad yeah. we've got that covered. Uh, <laughs> I saw I saw this video of this one gender reveal where they had this idea and like it's so funny 
where they got a watermelon and they injected the watermelon full of the appropriate coloured jelly for their gender mm -hmm. reveal. And then they took the watermelon to a zoo and <laughs> gave it to a hippo. Right. And the hippo opened up its big hippo jaws and crushed the watermelon. But the thing is, is that the they love to do that hippos. I've they seen some love doing this, that. Yeah. It's like their hobby. It's like they just, it's, they're just like, mm. oh my fucking god, a yeah. watermelon to to snap on. <laughs> fantastic, fantastic <laughs> stuff. Lovely. Yeah, it's like it makes a hippo's day. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing about a watermelon is that its flesh is kind of pink. Mm. So if you have blue jelly, yeah, it kind of combines with the pink flesh of the watermelon, and it's not that clear what colour you're actually looking at. Does it at. come out kind of purple? It comes out sort of mauve-ish. Mauve. Um, and so what ended up happening was there was this sort of group of people standing around a hippo trying to persuade it to open its mouth again <laughs> so that they could peer amongst the pieces <laughs> of masticated watermelon <laughs> to try to determine what colour oh, the wow. jelly might have been. But the mm. pillar, but the uh, hippo was just sort of, was just was just chewing happily just away. Chewing away. So this mm. is so the only he didn't care about the gender of the watermelon it was eating. The only issue mm. with that is it's not really watermelon season. So I feel mm. like we can't do that with with a hippo in London Zoo. You could inject a Kinder Bueno hippo. Mm. Interesting. With food colouring. The, the hippo's like, I won't eat an out-of-season watermelon. They're just not good <laughs> enough. What we were wondering, well, we were wondering about like releasing a hawk and if the hawk has big eyelashes and a pink bow in its head and then the baby's No, I think yeah. it should be more abstract. You should be doing augury, like okay. releasing multiple birds and then examining their flight patterns in the sky. Okay, yeah. Maybe examining the, the entrails of a goat or something. Yeah. And then based on all of that. I don't. I don't want to harm any animals in the. Yeah, you need a Harrispex. Yeah, I do. Well, I mean, who doesn't? Yeah. Where am I going to get a Harrispex from? They're expensive. Yeah. Well, there's mm. not many people do it these days. It's like farriers. farriers. Yeah. <laughs> and thatchers. They yeah. only work six months of the year, and they make two hundred grand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, 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 so Elaine is. <laughs> <laughs> Elaine is. Um, she gets disgusted. She's, 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 gets found, disgusted she's found out and that goes. she gets disgusted. She tries to get back with Puddy. Puddy yeah. says, ah, no. Yeah. Um, Good on Puddy. We, you know, mm. fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Puddy power. We, we stand no, a, I'm not we, doing it. We stand a king with, with, self, with, with, with self respect. And then he makes a joke about how, like, how he how he's not going to get back with her because what if she, like, catches sight of the Maytag man mm. and, <laughs> and falls in love with him? Yeah. And so she, so she goes, so she reluctantly goes back to the to the whiz and he says i've got great news not only do i get you back but they're bringing the character back and he starts doing the whiz walk in mm. in the little cafe in the little cafe yeah. Yeah. she gets the ick mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. uh, long time listeners of the show might recognize the whiz walk as very similar to my stout little king yeah walk yeah. Oh yeah, the chubby boy king. Walk. The chubby boy king walk, yes. um, which I like to do from time to time when mm. I feel like I'm, people aren't paying enough attention to me. I do. I do a little. It's kind of elbows close in, quite yeah. high fists. Is it like the boy from Shrek? No, not at all. 
Not at all. I'll see myself. <laughs> I'm sorry. Very facile suggestion, actually. Yeah, it, it, it really is. It <laughs> really apologise. Sorry. It's, it's more. It's more a walk yeah. like I might imagine the ceremonial walk of a of King Ptolemy the Thirteenth. Oh, mm. now I get it. That kind of walk. Yeah. yeah. Ptolemy the Thirteenth, cunt or pussy? Pussy. Cunt. No, I think cunt. <laughs> really? I would yeah. say cunt. Cleopatra, pussy. Cleopatra is puss. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. think? Queen puss. Queen puss the seventh. Puss. Quite severe. Yeah, but you know. Mm. Very pussy. Very pussy. And she yeah. did kill herself by being bitten on the tip by an asp, which is quite cunt. That is quite cunt. But it, but that's a that's a cuntacious action. Mm. Her, her, her manner is cuntacious <laughs> action. So the the snake yeah. was cunt in that situation. Snakes are all cunt. Interesting. I feel like the way snake. No, I feel like snake is pussy. Okay. Oh, that is actually depends on the snake. If it's a snake, I feel like an asp. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a little ass. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> but then, if it was like a, I don't know, like a boa constrictor, like something that Steve Irwin's son would like wrestle with on his mm-hmm. little nature program, mm-hmm. then that I think has come. Yeah. Mm. Mm. On his wrestling program as well. Oh, look at the size <laughs> yeah, of this fella. Of a wrestling program. Yeah, yeah. A wrestling program. yeah. <laughs> he is indeed. Ser- he is indeed serving cunt. And so she just sort of, <laughs> she just sort of watches him going up and down doing yeah. his. Doing doing his whiz dance, feeling quite mm. feeling quite disconsolate and despondent about the state of dating mm. in New York. Kramer is he gets he gets he gets he gets, by gets the fri- yeah he gets fright he gets uh he gets the 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 fears put up him by by Henry the Postmaster General who says mm. I'm also a general, which is not the case. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's not that's not right. Yeah, well, like well, an attorney general is yeah. also a general. Although, did you know how old the position of postmaster general is? It's like it goes back to like the 16th century. Really, it's yeah, really, old. really old. Well, I mean, yeah. not in America. In America, no, not in America, but like as as a I was going to say as a position that exists. Yeah, oh, just around the world. Yeah. yeah, Thomas More was postmaster general. Was he? No, he wasn't. That's <laughs> not right. <laughs> it's just Phoebe is obsessed with Thomas More. He's just always coming up. Phoebe loves to talk about Thomas More. I do love to talk about Thomas More, More, More. Yeah, More, More, More. more. How yeah. do you like How do you like, how do you like yeah. it, Thomas? Well, not very much when you're being beheaded. <laughs> how, do you li- how do you like it? How do you like it? Yeah. yeah, but he didn't get, you know, he could have got uh, drawn and quartered. He had his sentence commuted. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So he just had the head. It's probably not very nice, but it's not as bad as getting, you know, getting your guts pulled out. No, uh, you don't want that. Which I wouldn't you care don't. for, frankly. Mm. Mm. Yeah, not ideal. Wouldn't be my choice. Right. So, yes. yeah. <laughs> and then he ends up, he has his meeting with the postmaster general. Gets the bucket on his head. Gets the frighten, frighteners. There's a, there's, a, there's, yeah. a, there's a fun thing where we get a kind of glimpse into, into, Kramer's, into Kramer's unusual politics. He's very much <laughs> a kind of uh, keep, keep cash guy. And he has this dummy mm. with a, with a bucket on its head because the post office are pulling the wool over your eyes, and, <laughs> and people keep saying, "Well, then shouldn't you, shouldn't be, you be wearing, wearing the, the bucket?" And uh, he's not very keen on that feedback. And uh, yeah, he gets sent away. But meanwhile, Newman is being taken off to be presumably either tortured or executed by the by the post office, mm-hmm. yeah. CIA, by yeah. the deep post, one of the many lost deep well post. to the post office yeah. killing fields. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Post pot, post pot. Yeah, <laughs> very good, very good. Yep. Yeah, uh, or pole post, or Depen- pole post, pole depending post. on depending yeah. on which way around you like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Camel uh, Rouge led by pole the post. Camel Rouge. Wow. Yeah. 
and then they all they, they all meet they all meet in the forest uh george is there with the van his plan is yeah. for frank and estelle to see him mm-hmm. snogging his cousin uh frankie is also there digging digging his distress his hole because hole. he has found out that yeah. Jerry doesn't like the van and he starts yelling Seinfeld's van, Seinfeld's van through the window and Costanza thinks he's saying Son of Sam. Oh yeah, the uh, murderer. Um, yeah. Which is uh, which is the calling card of David Berkowitz who was the postal service murderer. Mm-hmm. And Costanza said, I knew it wasn't Berkowitz. Do you know what? Do you know what? Uh, as well as the son of Sam Killer, do you know what uh, David Berkowitz's other media nickname was? Gavin Henson. Quiz Pole time. Post. Gavin. <laughs> All right, so we've got Gavin Henson. That's guess one. Yeah. <laughs> and Pole Post. That's guess two. Okay. Yeah. No, it was Mister Monster, which is sort of quite cute. That's sort it's of quite. It's quite darling. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, it's Mister Monster. Like he killed like eight saying. people. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. feel like we haven't talked enough about the fact that he. Is, was very open to the idea of kissing his cousin. He's not open to it. It's that he is... No, no, it's not that he's open to well, it. It's that he is, a, he is a tragic hero. And once he has been forced onto his path, yeah. he has to see his he's path to the end. He's motivated by spite and spite alone. He cannot extricate he... himself from a path that he's put himself on. And he is subject only to his fatal flaws. And in fact, okay. there is literally an academic paper which is comparing elements of Hamlet with this episode of Seinfeld. Okay, that is a lot of dissection <laughs> in defense of a man who wanted to make out with his cousin in he front of his parents. He doesn't want to make out with his cousin. It's that he will make out with his cousin if that is what is necessary. Uh, fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not here trying to defend incest. <laughs> He's, George, he must serve. Is be it, it pussy, incest? Be it, is, be it incest? I don't yeah. think it is incest if it's a cousin. Yeah, not legally. Because you can technically marry a cousin. Yeah, you Queen can. Yeah, you can. I'm not saying you should. I'm not mm-hmm. saying you should, but then again, mm-hmm. you know, it is fun. So who knows? What if your cousin serves pussy? Mm. Then what, Sam? I don't. I don't then have what? any female cousins. I so, mean, um, that doesn't. I mean, just because something's serving pussy, that that doesn't erase God's law. Oh, it's God's law now. God is chill with cousins marrying. I'm just, almost positive. Just because it's serving pussy, it doesn't erase God's law. Uh, we're not going to do better than that. No, we're, we're not. not. I think that, that. I think no. I think we're done here, don't you? Yeah, yeah that's all right. So remember that out there in yeah. podcast land. If you're considering, um, you know. Having sex with your cousin in a particularly, uh, you know, do you get a lot way. of people saying like, "Hey, I was about to fuck my cousin, and then I listened to your podcast, and then I went ahead with it. It was great." I, yeah, I flipped <laughs> shut my Motorola razor phone, <laughs> and I thought, "What the hell? What the hell?" Yeah, um, it remains for Sony to thank Sam so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having had me. I learned a lot. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> it really, we've learned a lot. I Good. think it would be safe to say. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sam, is there anything you'd like to plug to the loyal hogs of this <laughs> podcast? Hi, hogs. Serving serving cunt. Mm. Um, serving pork. Well, get get your ham hocks all over this. Um, yes. What do I want to plug? Oh, I'm going on tour. Ooh. I'm starting a tour soon. Uh, so if you want to know more about that, you can go to my website, www.soundlakecomedy.com forward slash tour. Mm. You can follow me on social media 
at Mr. Sam Lake. Oh, I'm starting a podcast as well. Ooh. Called, well, there's already a series of it, but I'm bringing it back. It's called I've Had a Rose. Let's Talk About Feelings. Oh, very nice. There you go. That's a great title. Thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a rose before recording each episode? It's up to the guest. Each guest chooses their beverage of choice Mm -hmm. because some people don't drink alcohol and that's fine. So we both share a beverage of whatever they want. Okay. Yeah. Mm. What's the weirdest beverage you've had? Goat cum. (laughs) (laughs) Serving cum on the podcast. There we go. And if you're listening to this, thank you so much for listening. This has been a free episode. Oh my God, was it? We We have a Patreon. You can subscribe to it. Oh, was it? Yeah, no, I think it no, I is. Think I think it, it's no, a free. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh god. Yeah, we've got a Patreon. You can subscribe to it. Three dollars a month for the standard bonus episodes. Five dollars a month, and you get the movie corner and the Discord. Ten dollars a month, and you get all of that good shit. But also the What's the Deal mini series, where it's just this but more and with less of a format. Yeah. If you can imagine <laughs> such a thing, please do support the Patreon. It makes this show possible. Um, and you know it enables us to buy Phoebe treats. Yes. So. And and I'll just say that just then sounded like a, a really wonderful deal. <laughs> <laughs> Sign me up right now. Do you accept cash? <laughs> I was like, I was genuinely like, well, you get a lot. Of- <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye.